This is the Self-Help Place podcast, the show that provides real self-help for everyone. Created and hosted by Dan Dyson. Hello everyone. Welcome to the first official podcast episode of the Self-Help Place. My name is Dan and today in our first episode we're going to be exploring what self-help actually is. The reason I'm exploring the topic is because over time self-help I feel has developed uh, quite a negative aspect to it in terms of it being kind of cringy actually. Um, when people mention self-help, it's it's become a bit of a almost like a stereotype here. Someone who someone who does self-help kind of thing, and um, that is a shame. And that brings me to my first point as to why the self-help place blog, which you'll find at the selfhelpplace.com, it's the reason why that was created in the first place. It was to bring back what self-help originally is, or to at least my idea um, of what it should be. So. About four or five years ago, I was actually diagnosed with OCD, um, or obsessive compulsive disorder, which had quite a bad impact on my life. Um, it was quite significant um, in terms of uh, in my work and my personal life, and even just daily life. Like I'd have assistance at work. Um, my eating went out the window because I don't know. Like when you have that much anxiety in your daily life, you you feel like that's the only thing I really, well, I felt it was the only thing I really looked forward to. Every, all daily tasks, it took forever. Um, for those of, for anyone who doesn't really know much about OCD, it's uh, severe anxiety f- um, followed by um, rituals or obsessions. And uh, for these rituals, obs- these rituals and obsessions um, help the anxiety sufferer uh, cope with those feelings and make them temporarily go away. Sadly, they're caught in a cycle because they're just reinforcing that fear in their in their in their mind, which makes it even stronger. And they just they just descend and descend and descend and descend and get worse. Um, I did get treatment for that um, through the NHS in the, here in the UK. Uh, I took a I had a course of CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy, which lasted eight months. After which I was successfully discharged, and it was significantly better. But then became the problem. They gave me some quote unquote self help pack um, leaflet, sorry, package to um, for me to continue on my journey of um, you know looking after myself. But when you spend a, like the when you spent the last year dealing with constant anxiety and you finally got yourself better all you kind of really want to do is just get on with it you know there's so much of life that you've missed out on because when you suffer from that you know you're doing these compulsions and you you don't want to do them but the anxiety is so bad you feel you just cannot help but do them and when you finally free from that you just want to get, get on and get out there the problem is it is mental health um and just your mind in general requires upkeep just like a body requires exercise it's the same exactly the same kind of principle um and i sadly relapsed twice over the next few years after that um and one of them in particular was um a lot worse than the first time thankfully a short duration as i already had the tools to deal with it so what i realized was um self-help is important and it's something i neglected and if there was more of an emphasis in my life on how important it was uh, well, at least to myself, it was probably on the sheet, which I never read, sadly. Um, I probably would have avoided that altogether. And I realized that there was just such a... There was no real awareness 
uh, of self-help and even just mental illness, which is thankfully getting better nowadays. But um, even back four or five years ago, OCD was seen as a personality trait and it's still not understood to this day. You know, you hear people saying, oh, I'm a bit OCD on my desk. I like to have everything, you know, nice and neat. And it's like, uh, okay, Karen, you know, but <laughs> just joking. Um, but, but, the, this, the, but the seriousness behind that is that people don't really recognize these symptoms. And I had no idea what was going on until at least a year after I started suffering because I was getting worse and worse. And my my boss kept coming to me saying, um, your work's deteriorating and we don't know what's going on. And I had no idea what was going on either. And all I knew is I was experiencing a lot of anxiety, which I kind of got used to. There's a metaphor that I heard once about frogs in boiling water. And it, it went something like this. If you put a frog in a tub of boiling water, it'll jump out straight away and just run. It detects, of course, it's boiling water, it's going to hurt, runs out straight away. But if you put a frog in cold water and slowly turn up the heat until it gets boiling, the frog will slowly boil to death uh, in that water. And the the story, the idea behind that metaphor is that um, so, things that are obvious that happen to you, straight away you notice, like for example, if all of a sudden you woke up one morning and you had the worst anxiety and it was just the worst thing and then all of a sudden you couldn't do your job or anything, you would straight away recognize something was wrong. But if it happens slowly over time, just bit by bit, things just get a little bit, you check the door is locked more than once and then you check it twice and then three times and it just goes on. You don't really notice what's happening. And because of that, um, because you're not really aware of those things going on, they, they build and they build and they build until one day you kind of wake up and you go, why is it taking me 45 minutes to do one simple task at work and why am I so nervous about it? You know, there's the, you start to notice, okay, there's something not quite right here. So again, a lot of it is awareness and that's the whole idea behind self-help. It's supposed to, in, at least in my definition, is you recognize these attitudes or these habits and then you have your own system or tools in place to deal with that the best you can. So, um, yeah, so that's my first point. Um, Self-help to me, uh, in general, is an actual uh, way of helping yourself. And that sounds quite obvious in almost a funny manner. But when I when I look up self-help, uh, or when I think about it, you know, from all the things I've looked up before, you just get a lot of things like, you know, quotes and, you know, anecdotes and things like that, which is absolutely fine. You know, sometimes when people are having a bad day, they just need that quote to remind them of the other things in life or see the big picture. And it's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. However, when you have mental habits that do need a change uh, and mental habits that bring you down, a quote is going to make you feel better and then you're going to resume those habits. So what I believe self-help is, is changing those habits or having a plan or a path or tools or whatever to change those mental habits, and that those things take time. You know, there's a reason why therapies do last a long time. Um, is because it takes times to break down those habits and build new ones. So that's what I believe self-help is and should be about. And the whole reason I started the blog is because during all that time between me wondering what the heck was going on, and then me actually getting diagnosed and going to the doctor, um, I had no idea what this was. Um, and if I there was some resource out there that would just go, okay, uh, here's here's some symptoms, 
Um, or even if you didn't have any symptoms, even if it wasn't mental illness, you were just feeling a bit off balance, a bit burnt out at work, or you know, you work in long shifts, you're constantly tired, and you don't know quite know how to look after yourself in a way. And it's just again one of those things that sounds obvious, but you know, when you're in that situation, when you're burnt out and tired, sometimes you you know you don't really look after yourself as well. Uh, there's not much motivation there. But if there was some kind of resource that would just give me those tools just for now and if I had a you know a, a, a mental any kind of mental illness that needed treating um I can go to the doctor and then by the time I've waited enough to get that uh, get the treatment I needed um I still I would have some tools to keep me afloat in the meantime because the problem is we're getting treatment especially here in the UK with the NHS you can't always get it straight away you know um, I found actually, unless you were on the brink of things like suicide or something terrible, it was not it was not something I would get straight away. And it might not be true now, but I remember about three or four years ago, um, because I was quite bad, I was having suicidal thoughts and things like that. And I told them all about this. I think they kind of put me on an emergency thing, and I got um, I got I don't know if it's fast tracked or something, but I got help quicker, which was understandable because of course I was at risk to myself. But um, And then when I relapsed, I had one relapse where I didn't necessarily have any suicidal thoughts, but I was put on a three-month waiting list. And it could have just been the time of year. Uh, I don't know, personally, but um, it took longer to... Uh I was yeah, it just took longer to get treatment. Um, sadly, I I decided to go abroad for work um, before I could even get that treatment. So, um, but the, the, to have something in the meantime that will just help you look after yourself and just maintain and manage your mental health would have been perfect. So that is the whole reason I started the self help place. So that's yeah, that's about it. So just to conclude, that self help should be about helping yourself, literally having some kind of plan or building tools to really help those habits because it's all well and nice, you know, reading quotes and getting inspired and things like that. But it's all about habit building. You know, it's about what the mental habits you have. Of course, there are going to be, you know, some of us, sadly, who do need actual, uh, like, it's quite, it's severe enough for them to only really be treated by medical professionals. You know, this is self-help place isn't medical advice. I'm not a qualified or licensed therapist in any way but you know this is something that comes from my own experience and I've learned I really studied self-help after I relapsed and I studied a lot of it and I found what worked and what didn't uh, for me but also in general and I got myself better um, as a result of that so if I could and the idea is to put that out there so I can help other people um, so if this if it can if this can help one person it's all worth it in the end so there we are then. So just to remind you, my blog is theselfhelpplace.com. Uh, this is the first podcast, but stay tuned because I'm planning to make many more and discuss many other things. As much as I love writing the blogs I do on my website, sometimes talking about it and discussing it is just an easier and even maybe even a better way for me to get that out there. I also write on the platform Medium. Uh, so my name is Dan Dyson. You can search that on Medium and I will have some of my articles on there as well. Okay, thank you again very much for listening and uh, take care of yourselves. And until next time, see ya. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. Please visit the website theselfhelpplace.com for more information.